Okay, pretend there's some type of sound effect right here, and this is like an alarm or whatever. And this is pretty much a trigger warning saying that I'm talking about some deep stuff, and I respect your spaces just as I respect mine's. And I don't want to trigger anything. I appreciate you for listening to this episode. But if you're not in a good space, I'm going to need you to back out this episode. And then we'll come back next week and we can kick you all you want to. All right. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Yours Truly. You guys, I've been going through it. I'm not even going to front. I've recorded several episodes. And most of them, I just don't feel like they're relevant to what I want to do here. So I haven't put them out. And I have a timeline and like a, a content calendar. And things go into a, a, a particular order for a certain reason. So I've been going through a lot of things at work. And, you know... I'm a fighter, and if most of y'all know me personally, y'all know that 2018 has been a really huff, huff, what is huff, has been a really rough year for me. This is not going to be a long episode because I'm deep conditioning my hair, so once my buzz will go off, regardless of where I'm at in the episode, that's just going to be it. The spirit told me to go ro- wash my hair out. So, um, yeah, like, I've been going through some things, and, you know, it's hard because... I don't consider myself the strong friend, but to many of my friends, I am the strong friend. So to be in this space and trying to take care of everybody has not been the most effective. And um, I've been like, I had to go get my tooth pulled, got my tooth pulled and the filling at the same time. I don't th- I don't know why I thought that was, you know, logical, but it happened. And um then turned out I'm allergic to a certain antibiotic, so now my face is broken out. On top of that, I can't stand the side of my manager, and I don't want to go to work. So I contacted my therapist, so they, you know, I'm, we're doing something else that, you know, not avoids me going to work, but gives me some time off from work. It's just like a lot going on, and I'm not even gonna hit the whole checkup on your front strong friend. But I just want to say when your strong friend bows out, if you're not coming from a space of like love and light, you could kindly shut the fuck up. Like, I know y'all like to, you know, everybody say check up with your strong friend, but check out with your, check up with your strong friend with attentions. Like, cause if you go to your strong friend and your strong friend just decides to say, Hey, yeah, I'm feeling like this. And you don't have no plan for that. Like. How do you come back with that? Because then you can be like, oh, that's fucked up. Or some people be like, oh, you you know, you can't feel this way. Because if you feel this way, then all of us is fucked up. It's all these, you know, I'm not going to say stereotypes, but just all of these assumptions about people like the strong friends, not human. Somehow we've managed to get the cape and people still forget that we're human. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I've... You know, I've been through, I've lost a lot this year. I lost my first car. That wasn't even by choice. That was by intuition. I felt like my car breaking down on me. Like when it does give out, it's going to give out something horrendous. So I went ahead and brought another car. And then my car eventually gave out. And I was just like, well, damn, I dodged that bullet. But that's the loss. Because, man, having had some, some good ass times, a lot of thought moments. But, you know, 
life goes on, you know, I've had conflicts and like changes in life and I, me being the strong friend or like me being the perfectionist, it's not even about me pretending that I have it together. It's just, I never sat and dealt with things. I've never had the, I've not even had the time. I never made the time to, to deal with things as they came. So then we're dealing with, you know, January when I was diagnosed with hypertension, February, March, the whole family falling out with my family, which lasted for months. Um, but what else? Um, you know, conflict with friends, going to retreat in February. After that, what happened after that? Oh yeah, having fall, you know, having people having fallouts been around me, me trying to make sure everybody else okay. Then, you know, my sister, my little sister being transferred to another branch. Then like a month later, me being transferred to another branch, me being at a branch I don't like and really don't care for. Not because it's a bad branch. It's just not up to my speed as far as like patrons and things to do. And then like, you know, having a, 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 a not a control, I don't want to call it a control freak, but having a micromanaging manager is just like, it's constant things. You know, me, you know, not being able to spend money like I want to because then I have a car note. It's it's all these adjustments that I feel like if I didn't, not if I didn't have depression, because, you know, the depression comes like a thief at night. One day you got it, the next day. I mean, one day you don't got it, the next day you know that thing knocking at your door. But, you know, depression came and it like, it just, it just... It just ripped shit to shreds and I was, I'm just tired as a strong friend. I'm like, I'm just tired. And I gave a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Cause it's just like, you know, people were like, well, what if she commits suicide? Everybody like, that's what like my, my father concern is. My mother concern is they're more concerned about me actually committing suicide. And I'm just like, um, sis, we've been down that road like four or five times. I'm not, you know, I can't speak for everybody else, but me and suicide is just like, all right, bitch, clearly I'm not leaving this earth until I'm done whatever I got to do. Because every suicide attempt I failed. So clearly that's not the method. So we're just going to ride this shit out until it's time to get off the ride because what else can I do? But, you know, everybody's running by me because of me and suicide and I'm just like, well... I don't need you to worry about that. I need you to worry about if I'm actually eating. Or the fact that I'm like dehydrated as hell right now. And I really need to drink some water. And I know when I get some water, I am going to guggle it down. But I'm still depriving myself of water. Why? I don't know why. We have a whole refrigerator downstairs to make a nice filter water with a little crushed ice. And not the cube ice, a little icicle. It's so... I mean, once you sit down with a cup and you just, like, watch a movie and all that other shit, it's a really nice time with a nice, I don't even have a glass of water. I have, like, a liter bottle that I just chug, but I've been depriving myself of water for, like, three days, and I don't know why, but this is a a, a form of self-harm. And I think mainly I'm doing it because I really don't want to go out to work. Like, I don't want to quit. And I love my job because I love the children. I love story time, reading books to children is like my favorite part of work. However, if I could do my job without someone hovering over my back, it would be greatly appreciated. And maybe I would be more comfortable. 
because having a micromanager manager is like with well, damn if am I even used to all the doubt yourself, especially in my mind state, am I even qualified to, you know, do this? Like, am I missing something? Because I'm pretty sure I worked three years at another branch and never had my manager. If my manager didn't worry about any, if he worried about anybody, I promise you it wasn't going to be me. It would never be me. Equette was already always at work. I was always at work. How did I blow through 50 hours of annual leave? And I get six hours of leave per pay period. I'm, I've blown through leave, not leave, yeah, leave, like water. I've gained 14 pounds in the last six months. Mainly because I haven't had the time to stop and deal with the things that's happening in my life. And it's like, okay, how do I navigate this? Like, how do I tell my friends, like, I really need one of my friends to come have a movie night with me. I don't know. I haven't left the house since I had my, that's a lot. I left the house Saturday, but I haven't really left the house outside of work in weeks. Like I go to work, I come home. There's no fun. There's no play. I go to work. I come home. I sit in my room. I design the designs for my t-shirts. I go to bed. I might eat. I might not eat. I might take my medicine. I might not take my medicine. It's like, I can't. It's really hard for me because this is me saying I can't do this anymore. For me to say I can't do anything. Everybody know I'm an overachiever. I refer to myself as that bitch. And it's really hard to say that bitch can't do it anymore. Like I can't. I don't. <sighs> Listen. If you text me and I text back. It was by the grace of God because my phone is on airplane mode the moment I get in the house. So, therefore, if you're dying, I'm sorry. I will send my prayers to Jesus so he could have your mansion custom made. Because you're probably not going to get to me. I just, I just can't do it anymore. Like, that's, this is, this is the friend, strong friend saying I can't do this shit anymore. Like, that's not saying I can't, you know, be there for you for your issues, but. At what point do other people show up for the strong friend? Like, everybody always say checking on the strong friend. Why are we still saying checking on the strong friend still? So, is it, what is it, Ushiwali? Or is it one like, I think that's how I go. I don't know. I don't get into the whole Twitter sling. But, like, what is it? That's all, like, I show up for my friends on days, on times where I don't even want to fucking be bothered. But I'm committed to my friends. And I'm not saying that my friends are bad. Because my friends can't fix what they don't know. Like, I really miss my Black Sunshine sisters. I can't wait till my birthday so we could all be in the house. Doing absolutely nothing. A bunch of, a bunch of witchcraft shit. And running through the woods and shit. Probably go, you know, swimming the lake for an hour or two, but eating good, looking good, just having a good ass time. I can't wait, but that's seven months, no, six months away. 
I try hobbies. I got my crochet. I'll crochet something. Of course, I'll be like, oh, this is fun. And then I get bored with it. Excuse me. Uh, where was that coming from? I'll go crochet something. Don't work. I'll read a book. Get bored with the book. I'll go watch TV. Now, granted, I have got into a TV show named Gossip Girl, which is very, very, very fun. Well, it's not funny, but we're fun, but it's very crazy how, like, this show. First of all, Blair with the uh, LG Envy. That was my first phone of Verizon. I know Verizon rocked up a check for this goddamn season. Because all them phones, I was like, mm-hmm. I remember I wanted that phone for the music. But then I got the LG Envy. And I remember whenever somebody fucking tried me, I would flip that bitch up and get the typing. Anyways. Uh, what's up? Where was I going? Yeah. Um, I just can't anymore. Like. I've tried literally everything. I'm taking antidepressants. Granted, I appreciate my antidepressants because it helps me function. Like, I'm actually washing my hair without my damn, you know, roots falling out because I waited too long. I'm washing my hair without, you know, being dragged or my mother dragging me to the sink because I don't feel like it. But I'm functioning, but I'm still, the, the, the shadow is still there. The cloud is still fucking there. It's still raining. And what what can you do? I had like you you have to it's sad because I have no more leave and in order for me to do the treatment program recommended by my therapist, I have to be absent for work for two weeks. So now it's like, do I wanna function or do I like do I wanna be healthy or do I wanna pay my bills? Granted. I've paid my bills up until February. So it's like, oh, well, sis, you know, you could take two weeks off of work. But at the same time, it's just like, but bitch, life happens. So what you going to do with life happens? You don't got no money. And I know people be like, oh, you're a daddy's girl. Your daddy got you covered. Let me tell you about my father. My father doesn't do anything that doesn't give him bragging, bragging rights. So if he can't brag about what he do for me, he ain't going to do it. The only reason he paid for my birthday house was because he could tell his friends, yeah, you know, I sent the quet up to the lake for a birthday. No, nigga, we paid, but whatever, Curtis. So, um, is it 30 minutes yet? My timer didn't go off. Oh, only 14 minutes, yeah. Oh, but I only got one minute left to my conditioning to come out. Oh, all right. So, um, this is a strong friend. I don't know when the next episode coming out, y'all. Don't hold your breaths. It is the 2018 episode that's supposed to come out on the 20, on the on New Year's Eve. And there's a dare something else coming out next. Listen, don't, don't hold. I'm not saying don't hold me accountable, but give a bitch a break. January, if I'm in a different bag, I'll bring this. Now I'm really just super fucking annoyed because somebody called the remote in the middle of me recording. So I don't even remember where I left off at, but I'm pretty sure I was saying some type of farewell. But like, just just give us just a break. I'm really mad that that person called me right now because that's the last motherfucker I really wanted to hear from. Like, why? Why do you bother me when you know you don't want me? Like, there's not shit you can do for me today.
It's not a damn thing you can do for me today, but pluck my fucking nerves. So give me a fucking break and go mind. Like, just, just, just leave me alone. Like, I feel like sometimes most of my annoyance is just coming from when I tell people to leave me alone. They take it personal. And I'm just like, no, just, just leave me the fuck alone. It's not that hard. It's just, you know what? Here go, you quit. Text thread, let me slide past that and not just engage with it. And we're going to try this shit again another day. I wish I have a happy holiday if I don't come back um, before New Year's or on Christmas. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the other good shit. If you want to be on your new New Year, new bitch shit, do you. Honestly, I don't give two fucks. If you just, you know, do whatever the fuck you want to do at this point. I feel like if my depression don't teach anybody nothing else, nothing comes out of people pleasing. But Zoloft, which is fucking expensive. Even if you got insurance. What the fuck is insurance? Even if you got insurance, Zoloft is still expensive. So just go ahead and do what you want to do. And like, live life. Yours truly, E.